You're listening to a podcast made the Johnsonville way. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another riveting episode of Off the Clock, a podcast made the Johnsonville way. Uh, you are here with, my name is Joe Horsmeyer, and to my right, I have... Krista Brazo. Oh, Krista. Here we are again. I know. About to inter- uh, interview another, <laughs> I was going to say interesting interview, uh, Johnsonville member. Yes, I'm excited. <laughs> this is going to be a good story today. This is something I know nothing about. So I'm he was teasing to us, and we'll get to, we'll get to the guests in just a second. But he was teasing us with some video. Yeah, and this is the real deal. I've never seen this before. Uh huh. I me neither. I love snowmobiles. I've never seen anyone who is sponsored on a lake right. when there's no ice. Well, just without water. further ado, why oh. don't we, why don't we mention? We should probably let our, do that. let our guests. Why don't you tell us your name? Uh, my name is Robert Henderson. Awesome. Rob, how are you today? <laughs> I am doing just terrific. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. Well, why don't we start with your Johnsonville story? Well, my Johnsonville story is that uh, I uh, have been here for 15 plus years um, at Countryside. Um, I was a maintenance technician. Um, I'm now transitioned into a new position here. At uh, Tech Center, which consists of Global One, Global Two, Tech Center, Stargate. Um, so it's been quite the endeavor on all these three new buildings, you know. Sure. Um, kind of starting a whole maintenance program uh, from scratch, right? Uh, pretty much, yes. Yeah. We've had these buildings up for what, going on nine years, you know, mm-hmm. Global One, almost 10, I think, correct? That was before Jeez. my time. Oh yeah. my gosh. I um, want to say so. I think, doesn't it have 2008 on the placard? No, no, yeah. 2005. I don't know. Okay. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we'll have to do so, some research uh, now. You know, Someone get a hold of us. Let us know what's going was, uh, you know, needed to be filled, and I thought it would be quite the challenging thing, and I can honestly say that it is. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, it's a blast. Oh, um, I am a uh, high angle rescue, let's see, hazmat member. I think that's it. <laughs> that's I think it. That, that's I think that's, that's it. it. Huh. That's all I do here. I just save people's lives and stuff. Yeah, you know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> if Hopefully, there's not too from much the of ceiling that somewhere. Yeah. yeah. I give a lot of credit to people who are ha- into the high angle rescue thing mm-hmm. because I am so afraid of heights. I can't even imagine. Yeah. No. That is really neat that we have that here. I know yeah. uh, oh, yes. Tony Fisher. He was. Correct. Did he? He started it, right? Yes, he did. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He's still heading it. Mm-hmm. Um, We've uh, transitioned into more training throughout the year. It used to be once or t- once or maybe twice. Now we try to do it at least quarterly. So okay. to just you know stay fresh, yeah. uh, keep us all in a good standings on what we really need to do in a uh, emergency state. So, sure, sure. You know, I mean, repetition is a good thing when it comes to when you're under the gun and stressed and oh, man. you have a true emergency. You yeah. tend to react different, so you need to know how to uh, react yeah. properly. So, that's so how awesome. long have you been part of that team? Oh, let's see. Since we actually started it. Oh. Um, yeah. When we started the High Angle Rescue, 
Um, I've been a part of that since day one. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, See, I was actually yeah. a member of it for a couple years uh-huh. when I was in shipping and then um, when I was a team leader, but just my schedule didn't work out, mm-hmm. so Correct. not in there anymore. But that was it was extremely interesting. I mean, you learn all about how to get yourself up there, how to stay safe while you're up yep. there. I mean, you don't think about how much danger you're in while just you're rescuing someone, yeah. attempting to rescue someone. Exactly. You know? And we had a few instances that we had to address and try to revert people into, okay, we're here to save somebody or, excuse me, prepare someone to be repelled or whatever it may be, but you also sure. need to think safe Yep, 100% of the time. Yeah. So I'm not sure exactly how safe this is, but let's transition into your <laughs> off-the-clock story now, Robert. You do something that I just watched a video of a little while ago, and I was a little scared watching it. I don't think I could ever do it. He has a I helmet on. Wish, He's being sure, safe. Sure, but I feel like I'd rather watch it than do it. So why don't, why don't you tell us what, what I'm talking about here? What do you do? Oh, well, uh, off the clock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I do a yeah. lot of things off the clock. Okay. <laughs> I am quite the avid snowmobiler, as everybody knows. Okay. But in the summer, I still use my snowmobiles, and we race uh, watercross. My wife and myself. So that's the official term for it is watercross. Correct. Okay. Yes, yes. So what is watercross? Well, watercross is uh, taking a everyday use snowmobile. Okay. Converting it over to run on the water, which means changing jets, taking seats off, making the sled as light and as fast as you can. Okay. Pretty much, so to speak. <laughs> Uh, because what you don't want to do is sink. Um, well, yeah. But uh, it's uh, not too bad. Um, it's uh, challenging at times. Um, we do drags. I don't do ovals. Um, okay. There are, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't have a practice pond, so my my setups are done on a dry stand, basically in the garage. Okay. So, and uh, for a small guy, I think I've did quite well. I'm up there. Like this year, I took sixth in the national race. <laughs> Come on, which okay. is against, I didn't know there was a national race. Number yes. one, <laughs> it's uh, Grantsburg. Um, it's against Bikeman Performance, uh, Straight Line Performance, um, uh, all the big guys. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It uh, it's quite uh, quite the unique thing. Um, safety, we take safety in snowmobiling uh, quite serious. Sure. Um, we have had issues, uh, clutches blowing up, um, people not doing the right thing, you know, not wearing their helmets when they're supposed to. You get on that sled, we make safety pretty much a top priority because we don't want no one else to get hurt. Sure. So we build mm-hmm. clutches around, or excuse me, we build safety aluminum cages around our clutches. Um, we make sure that before the sled is started, the tether is on your hand, strapped to you, so if something does happen, you can pull that off. Mm-hmm. Um, and that stops the snowmobile? Yes. It's like, yep. a, cuts, tread- cuts it's like a treadmill. Exactly, <laughs> okay. yes. It's got that safety tether, tether on it, so yeah. Mm-hmm. As far as uh, snowmobiles going underwater, um, <laughs> about 15 minutes, you can have an up and running. Again, yeah, from the time it sinks, from the time you get it back onto land and everything drained, replenished, retopped off, and you could be into your next race. No kidding. So is that an inevitability, though? It's going to sink eventually? Like if the lake's big enough, you're not making it across? Well, I wouldn't say inevitably, but will it happen? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, it will. 
So how did how did this start? Where yeah. when did you start doing this? It uh, when did I start doing this? Wow, I started doing this in uh, 08. Okay. okay. And then my wife started in 09. Because, She's like, yeah. I don't want you to have all the fun. I got to join <laughs> in on this. Well, she loves she loves racing. She loves the snowmobiles. My buddy was going away to college for four years in 09. And we got it in our head to ask her if she wanted to race. He goes, take my sled, do what you need to do to it. Wow. And get it set up for her and let her race. No kidding. And she hasn't missed a year since. Wow. So <laughs> is that common? She's Are women do that women? Yeah, do they have much? a women's yeah. class. Oh, yes, really? they, they okay. have a women's uh, drag class and a women's oval class. Yeah. And awesome. oval, obviously, are you going in yes, a circle circles. rather yes, than Yes, you are. Okay. Yeah. That mm-hmm. sound that seems intense. I mean, at dragging, yes, you just gun it and go. <laughs> but dra- uh, uh, oval, uh, you don't. I mean, it's not a jet ski. No. You know. So That's how do I you feel like at some you point you're going now? How do you? <laughs> oh yeah. You know, when you go into the corners, you you get pretty tight in some corners, but you really got to be on the gas so to come Holy out of it. Smokes. Yeah. So where yeah. do you do this? <laughs> yeah. Um, well. <laughs> Closest race is in Grantsburg, and I don't Wisconsin, okay. um, which is uh, right on the border of uh, Minnesota and okay. Wisconsin. Okay. So that's that's my closest race. That's five hours away. And how big of a lake is it? That one's actually quite small. Okay. Um, I would say maybe a few hundred foot wide. It's very. That's one of the smaller lakes that we race on. So, okay. and it's not very deep either. So yeah, sure. They actually dam it up to actually get the water level up yeah, yeah. so we can actually race. Hmm. So a lot of the other ones, uh, Ely, Minnesota, you know, 45 minutes, you're in Canada yeah. if you drive north. <laughs> yeah. You know, that one's like nine hours. Sure. Um, we have races in Iowa. Um, there's a new one that just started like last year, the year before, that's getting quite big. Um, we used to hold well. Uh, Wait, did you just say we just started? They just started that oh, okay. race. I yeah, didn't know yeah, if yeah, you were yeah. a part of starting oh, that out. N- no. no. Okay. No, All right. No. no. There's uh, Moose Lake, which is the first one in, uh, let's see, the first race of the season. And the water there during this time is quite cold. Yeah. Okay. It's wow. just after the ice gets <laughs> off the lake and the snow's <laughs> melted. And oh, boy. Yeah. Do you wear a wetsuit? <coughs> no, you don't. No. You go in, it's quite a shocking, uh, <laughs> shocking endeavor. So, yeah. So, since none of these are really local, do you are you able to practice somewhere locally? No. No, well, you just, I myself, just get no. out there and hope for the isn't best. Isn't that, yeah. isn't it uh, illegal to do this not in a race setting? Oh. Uh, Pretty much, yes. Okay. Um, ours are sanctioned race. Uh-huh. Um, it's getting tough to find lakes and ponds to actually race on. So, huh. yeah. Is there is there that temptation there when you are snowmobiling, you know, out on the on, on the powder, and then um, there's an open spot on the lake, and you're like. Well, you Maybe couldn't, I though, could. right? Because you're on a snowmobile that's fit for snow. Well, You'd yeah. have to stop. There's plenty of videos out there. <laughs> There's actually plenty of videos out there that you did. Yeah, we were, uh, I don't know, I had to been uh, probably seven years ago, maybe, eight years ago. We were up by, uh, up by the UP, and uh, we were running along Lake Superior, and there was open water. And that's when I had an RX-1, which is an extremely, extremely heavy four-stroke sled. Oh, wow. I put it out there three or four times <laughs> out on the edge and come back in, and people just stopped and looked at me and go, you're quite 
just a crazy person. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but I couldn't resist. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then one time I sort of slid and almost went down. I was like, okay, that's enough. Yep, yep, yeah, we're done yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, I'm done. So, wow. Yeah. So, what would you say you prefer, snowmobiling or doing the, the water cross? Did I say that right? Water yes, cross? water cross. <laughs> Is there a preference? Wow, I love them both. Um, sure. It'd be hard to pinpoint one being better or worst. Um, the racing aspect is more of an adrenaline rush. Sure. sure. The snowmobiling is more of uh, just getting Leisurely out and being thing, in the yeah. woods. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. And you can do it for hours. I yes. I suppose yeah. the, the yeah. water cross is just short Yeah, you know, a few seconds, yeah. you, you're done. You uh-huh, know, uh-huh. even you know, even when you do oval racing, uh, you may be out there maybe fifteen minutes at a time. Wow! Yeah, how and many? Then you're back in. How many snowmobiles are out there when you're oval racing? Um, at a time? Oval racing, there could be up to six, depending Jeez. on the class and how many they have entered. So yeah, wow. How, how big is a lake usually? When I feel like the lake has to be bigger when you're doing that, right? No, no, <laughs> no, it does not. It just makes everything. Tighter <laughs> <laughs> and Great. more challenging. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So then, let's uh, the the actual racing. Is it a, a circuit? Like, do you travel IWA? With yes. Okay. Yes, it is. Uh, it's uh, interna- uh, International Water Cross Association. Okay. IWA. That's uh, sanctioned races. Yeah. Now is that? I suppose it's national then, huh? It's not just Wisconsin or well, Minnesota. Or- it's Minnesota and Wisconsin. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then right. there's a few of the outstate ones. Sure. Um, so we've been trying to get a little bit bigger, but, mm-hmm. you know, to try to find a pond and, and or lake, should I say, to race is quite the challenging thing because it has to go through their DNR. Oh, sure. And, you know, yeah, it can be challenging. I'm so. sure, yeah. Well, ri- Wild Rose, I mean, that was the biggest one for many years, and uh-huh. then they closed that down and... Hmm. Yeah. So. Well, so are there any uh, like good rivalries or anything amongst uh, race teams or? Because you you're oh, legit yeah. sponsored, right? I mean, so you finished around sixth this mm-hmm. year. You said. Yep. What what's the highest you've ever finished in the national? National race, um, fourth, I think. Wow. Yeah. And how, out of how many people that are racing? Um, well, it could be anywhere from 30 to 45. I wow. mean, it all depends on how many people, because you've actually got to uh, qualify to be able to make it into the mains. Okay, sure. So, yeah, you got you to gotta win it to stay in it. Yeah, yeah. Is there so a pretty sure. good following for this, or is this kind of growing right now? No, there's actually quite the big following people. Um, we actually do a couple exhibition runs, you know, where it's not a sanctioned race. We go out and put on a big show. Okay. Um, Three Lakes, Wisconsin, we used to do several years back. I didn't do it for the past two years. Mm-hmm. And we have people that still follow our site and just, hey, when are you guys going to come back? And, you know, we right. love watching you. And then we did one way up in the middle of Wisconsin. We went out and they did uh, ask us to come up. We had a pretty good time. We had to actually make a launch pad off the edge of stuff and jump off of a sort of a pier into the water and then land back on. Wait, so there's a launch pad involved? <laughs> well, yeah, at that time there was. It worked okay. out actually quite good. So you don't start on like just the shoreline a yeah. lot of times, or you start. It depends you can on start the pretty much within three, four foot of the water. Okay, and then you pin it and go. Wow. <laughs> so what is the normal? You know, 
your name's called, mm-hmm. you're ready to go. What, walk us through the process of how a race goes. Well, basically, uh, throughout the day, they have a uh, numeric uh, flip chart up there that tells you, okay, this is uh, uh, drags, race two, race three, race four, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got to be on your P's and Q's to, to watch the scoreboard so you don't miss your race. Okay. So, because they call your race and you've got like two minutes to be there. Oh. So, if you're not there, oh, wow. Uh, they line everybody up. Uh, there's cones across there and you start on a green light. Huh. You know, it's just basically like you're doing drags at a drag strip. Okay. I mean, it's just a. a Green light, so pretty much you get up there and you line up, and everybody gives a nod saying, yep, they're ready, and <laughs> if you jump, you're DQ'd. Oh, so one, you, one shot? One shot, yeah. Oh. If, you, if you roll or you let off your brake or however you, however you want to race, you move that little bit, and it's the discretion of the flag person there, you uh-huh. know. And it's like, well, okay, you rolled a quarter of an inch. Well, you just DQ'd. So, wow. Wow, man. you know, you can make your run, but that doesn't get you any points. Uh-huh, so, uh-huh. Yeah. No room for error. Uh, so then they lower a flag. Is that what happens? Are they a green light? You said it's a green yep. light. Okay. Yeah. And then you just go gunner. Go. So how fast <laughs> do you, what's like yeah, your top speed? You oh, let's see. I think we're probably hitting, I bet you every bit of, Pretty close to probably 70, Holy 60, 70 miles moly. an hour. Yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah. crazy. I was not <laughs> expecting that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Have you ever had like a close call or a bad wipeout or anything like that? I myself didn't. My wife, yeah, she had uh, she had a really nice, it uh, wasn't a close call. It was one of our exhibition runs. We were out there and her ski must have went underneath the wake of a boat (gasps) and it flipped her and she went over and knocked her goggles off (sighs) and sled sunk in about 35 foot of water. (gasps) So, yeah. How do you get that out? (laughs) Um, Well, what you do is you use a flotation device on with a uh, tethered rope, basically. So you know where it is. Well, it went down and the rope, because it flipped, got tangled up Mm. with the sled. So it never came out. So it took us a better part of the rest of the day to uh, find her sled. Oh yeah, so was that sled completely out of commission then, or no. like you said before, you no. can get them up and running? Yep. But, soon yeah. as soon as I got it out of the water, I think it was like five thirty or six thirty. Is about ready to get dark. Sun was going down. I was like, okay, well, best thing you want to do is get that water out of the motor. It's a sure. two-stroke motor. You get it out, get your gas drained, get fresh gas in there, drain the carbs. And get fresh <laughs> gas in it, and start it, and get it, you know, get all the water out of the motor, and generate a lot of heat in it sure. to dissipate all the water in the motor. So, yeah. <laughs> so, has your wife ever placed pretty high? Yeah, she should have won several races, but she missed it by half inch here, oh, half inch there. On. Wow! So she's gotten a lot of seconds then, huh? Yeah, she's she's been whooping my butt every year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well, that's good though. So. Do you guys have a little rivalry going on? Well, she runs little. in the six hundred class. I run in an eight hundred mod class. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, rivalry? Nah. She Smack just, talking she just or anything? Love you. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. There's there's a lot of that goes on. So yeah. That's great. Are any of these ever televised, or are they ever online or anything like that? There has been a few shots on um, televised broadcast station that oh, which one put it on i'm not sure there was uh-huh. quite a few uh 
uh, stuff that people, hey, we just seen you, you know, blah, 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 blah. Oh, oh really? really? We didn't even know. Oh, sure, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. So, yeah, there are some that's been out there that's been televised. So hmm. there's a lot of TV crew there and everything. So especially at Grantsburg, I mean, that is the national. That's basically where Watercross got started. Oh. Many years ago, I'm not sure what year it was. Um couple guys, obviously, after they got done what they were doing, it's Wisconsin. Um, <laughs> they were uh, looking at their sleds, seeing this pond, and say, "Hey, Someone let's see had who a great can do idea. that." Yeah. And you know whether they made it or they made or they sank, they yeah. decided, "Hey, next year let's do this and let's do that," and then it ended up becoming a, a big race circuit. Yeah, so, yeah. It, it originated in Grantsburg, so. Hmm. For us around here, I don't sure. know. You know, I, you got East Coast, West Coast, so yeah. Yeah. So wait, there are there are <laughs> different race circuits throughout East the Coast, nation. Yeah, there. yeah. There's an East Coast circuit. Well, that's really all the cool. people like in New York and you know mm-hmm. all them. They they actually come. A lot of them come to Grantsburg because you know it's a national race. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's you like got to think. I mean, if there's like you said, up to forty racers. In general, I mean that's a pretty good. I say that may be one mm-hmm. heat. Oh, oh, wow! Yeah, yeah. Oh, may, so it's that, a lot more than that over the course of a day. Oh yeah, we have up to you know. There's been like 125, 150 racers. This is the real deal. Oh yes, oh yes. We have racing from the time we start in the morning, and hopefully we can get it all done. That is that's yeah. why it's here's yeah. your time. Be in line. You're yeah, we've got we, we run a tight schedule and we we don't have time. Hey, I need five minutes. So uh-huh. is this during just during daylight kind of thing? You don't do it at night. Yeah, yeah. no, no, huh. no racing at night. Yeah, that doesn't seem safe. No. So what would <laughs> what would you say is your favorite part of this? The whole the whole deal. I think it's just a uh, camera. I can't even say it. Uh, Camaraderie. Thank you. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> Between people, you know, you get people out there, uh, people you've never met, sure. you know, coming up to you and talking to you. Uh, crowd people, they can buy a pit pass and come in there and talk to you about what you do. You know, you sit there and explain, hey, you do this, this, this. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just... It, it, it's, it's just getting together and going out and having a good time and on something that you would normally not do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. It sounds like it has a yeah. cool community. Oh, yeah, it, it is. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. That so is what awesome. is the first race of 2018, like, on the calendar yet? It's on the calendar. I'm not sure the dates. Yeah. Um, and that's Moose Lake, which basically when the snow's gone and the ice is off, uh, <laughs> it's like... Mm, May, I think. Wow. So the water's still pretty chilled then. Yeah. <laughs> there might be an ice cube or two still floating uh, around. <laughs> last year, because of the cold that we had, oh, it was, so I didn't make that one. It was substantially cold, they said. Wow. Yeah. Huh. They said everybody almost needed wetsuits then. So mm. Jeez. Yeah. I can't even imagine. So you got anything cooking for this year? Any any modifications you made to the sled or anything? You Anything up your sleeve? Um, Any modifications to the sled this year? No. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I suppose finishing at sixth place in nationals, I mean, that's it's, pretty darn it's good. It's not too bad for a small guy. Yeah. 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 And I'm running in the mod class and uh, running with probably, I would almost have to, well, not the oldest sled out there, but it's pretty close to one of the older sleds. Sure. So it's still a rev style sled, but mods, did I, did I do anything different? No. Am I going to? Probably not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I you know, 
I I don't have any I don't have any test pond to uh, work off of. Right. So like I said, it's basically set up on uh, RPMs and how hot the motor gets. So I wow. basically set it up in my garage, which you know, thank God I have good neighbors. Yeah. That's that's interesting <laughs> though because yeah. you're really kind of going off of your knowledge rather than you know. Yeah, a lot that's of people, really cool. People who race, they practice. Mm-hmm. So it's really that says a lot that you don't get the opportunity to do that and you still yeah. go out there and place really well. I think that's really cool. You gotta wonder how good Rob would be if he had a if practice pond. <laughs> well, that's what everybody said. They just said, Rob, you just need to uh, start ovaling. Dig a and hole. I'm like, yeah, well, <laughs> if I had practice pond, yeah, because everybody pretty much who ovals, they have a place to practice. All sure. the Minnesota guys, mm-hmm. there are probably a few Wisconsin guys that are closer to Minnesota and stuff that go over there and. And, and race and practice with them. Mm-hmm. You know, I envy those people out there that have the practice pond because they, hey, we're all practicing, come on out. It's like, eh, well, uh, I don't have the five, six hour to be able to run over there, yep, and, you yep. know. Mm-hmm. Well, but, if there's anyone at Johnsonville yeah. who has a pond just sitting in their backyard with nobody <laughs> using Please, it. Please, let me yes, know. Yes, let Robert know. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, yes. You never know. It's worth it's worth the question. Yeah. That's awesome. So let's say someone is listening to this and they're like, oh, that's a great idea. How how do I get started, Rob? Rob, can you tell us how we get started on, on doing this? Ooh. Sure. Um, well, basically, um, take a sled that you're using, whether you use it for the snow and or one that you got sitting in the uh, back quarter back there. Mm-hmm. We, we have vintage classes, too, oh, where really? they take really, really old sleds. Uh-huh. And we just, that's becoming a, actually in the past, what, three, four years, that's becoming a really big thing. Really? Um, yeah, the vintage. Hmm, you take an old 1972 Skidoo Olympic and see how far <laughs> you can make it across the water. Wow. So, yeah. Um, so basically, you, you, to get started, uh, obviously, you need a sled. Mm-hmm. Um, all depends on your pocketbook and how you want to go about things. Sure. Uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. like any type of racing. Exactly. It's, yeah. it's not cheap. You take it and you lighten it up. You take the seats off. You get a little one-gallon tank. That's all you need. You know, you put a flotation device on there. You jet it per the weather. You know, you don't want to be too lean where you're going to melt the motor. You don't want to be too rich where you're going to bog down. Um, clutching type of track you use is, you know, your to your discretion. Um, mm-hmm. I know years ago it used to be the big paddle. It used to be the thing. We found out that that's definitely not the thing. <laughs> you know, you want a uh, uh, inch... Inch and a quarter, maybe 1.35 at the most, you know. So wow. there's some people out there that still use, like, inch and a half. You get a lot more drag with a bigger paddle, mm-hmm. you know. Um, sure. And you lighten your sled up and uh, hope for the best. Yeah. <laughs> well, is there a certain place where they can enter in uh, to any of these competitions? or is um, If you, you go onto the IWA website, uh, you can see all the different classes, and it lists... What it details on what you can do, you know, whether it be stock class. Obviously, a stock class, you have to run a stock motor. Mm-hmm. St- uh, stock head, you can't do any porting and polishing. Okay. Um, modified, you can pretty much do whatever you want. Oh, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So. Well, we've uh, been alluding to a video that he showed us earlier, so we'd <laughs> like to get that on the on the uh, podcast blog, All so that right. our listeners can. It's really cool. Yeah, you have to see it. That is you can talk awesome. about this all day, but you have to see the video of it because it's really cool. It was really neat and like the real deal too. I was looking at. It, I'm like, is this some highlight film or you know from? Well, obviously YouTube it would be nationals, or something, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you were at nationals and you were <laughs> yeah. you were in, in the there, video. yeah. So. 
That is awesome. Uh, but yeah, anybody who's listening to this, you can check it out at thejohnsonvillepodcast.com. Um, I don't think we'll get the video on Instagram, but on Instagram, um, we do have a handle. It's uh, off the clock podcast. That's the Instagram handle. So um, I'm sure we'll have a couple pictures. Hopefully, we can get a couple pictures of your sled and, and oh, yeah. maybe you all done up in your oh, yeah. garb. So, um, but is is there anything else about this that you'd like to tell the listeners or? Um, I mean, it's a family event, you know, bring your toddlers, you know, <laughs> toddlers, the, the more people that, uh, come out, it seems like the more people we get to go racing with because people get there and they get interested, they get intrigued and they get, you know, mesmerized. It's like, Hey, I want to do that. So then sure. what do they do? They obviously, Hey, they go talk to people. We give them a few, hint, you know, hints on what to do and how to get started. And, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people out there that get started in it just by, well, I'll just do this one little race, and then they get hooked. So yeah, it's, definitely. It's uh, quite the unique thing. So That's awesome. So you, uh, real quick, you, you yeah. mentioned toddler. Uh, is there a kid's class at all, or, or is there a kid's? No, we, no. Okay. You can race, I think you... Well, actually, there's some pretty young people out there, but I don't think I think you got to be 16. You got to sign okay. the waiver, so sure. you got to be 16. Because you have to be old enough to. Well, have that's a, just it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. drive a mm-hmm. snowmobile. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just so. didn't know because you know with, with some like racing cross for little. Yeah, kids you could do like go karting like and things yeah. like that. So, yeah. but this is awesome. Yeah, yeah very hmm. cool. Cool. Hmm. Well, um, so you'll see that pad of paper there in front of you. Um, normally we, we do have the guests sign us off. Um, so if we think we're good here and we've covered all the content, uh, if you wouldn't mind just inserting your name in the spot there and, (laughs) and, uh, sign us off whenever you're ready. Oh, okay. Um, well, uh, this is Robert Henderson and you've been listening to another episode of off the clock, a podcast made the Johnsonville way. (laughs) 